0: everyone to another InventRight TV show. We have a very special guest on today and he's done kind of a he's done some licensing, he's done some hybrid stuff and he's a former student of ours and he's got a very interesting story to share with you. So welcome CJ.
1: Thanks Angie for having me.
0: So I I think this is going to be a lot of fun. You got some stuff to show and you got a story to tell and some lessons learned I assume right? Absolutely yeah. Okay so so this kind of I mean, it started before you went on Shark Tank. But before you went on Shark Tank, how did you get into webcam covers? Like, your product is a webcam cover. And yeah. you've got it licensed now. You've got a distribution agreement. You've got a bunch of stuff going on. But let's start at the beginning. How, why did you get into that?
1: Yeah, at the beginning, I was just like a lot of your students. You know, It was uh, 2013, 2014. Laptops started to come with cameras built in. Ah, uh, Jonathan Snowden was out saying, or, or uh, uh were, be, I'm sorry, Edward Snowden was out saying, you know, we're being spied on. Um, and I used to sit around with my friends and joke and say, Hey, I'm going to be an iBlock billionaire. It's going to be this little webcam cover. And my major competitor is going to be duct tape. And it's going to be huge. I'm going to be, you know, duct tape and post-it notes, but this thing, I'm going to be an iBlock billionaire. And, um, I had a regular job, you know, I, I uh, I had started a company in in software, and I was working in, in software. But I said, you know, I'm going to do this over a long weekend. And at the time, I was reading, um, you know, the Lean Startup and all these different, you know, four-hour work week. A lot of these books that teach you how to just test an idea. And so I put up a website. Hey, you're being watched in the iBlock. Uh, I ran some ads on on some conservative blogs saying you're being watched by spied on by the government, and I got a bunch of clicks. And um, it, it's funny. After I read your stuff later, I did a lot of the things that you recommend. So I went on Amazon. And I said, well well, what could cover a webcam? Oh, like a chip clip. And I ordered like 20 different chip clips, you know, the things to hold the bags, yeah. so I could like test the different plastics and see how the mechanism worked. And there's still, you know, I still have 10 chip clips on my, uh, you know, in my drawer here. And um, and then I went on Upwork and said, hey, could someone design me a clip to cover my webcam? Uh, at the time it was called Elance, now it's called Upwork. Got a bunch of bids, got these kids out of MIT to design me um, what became the first iBlock. And they said, you don't need a chip clip, you don't want that spring, it'll be hard to manufacture some of the stuff you guys teach, you know, let's, let's simplify it. And they did basically like a money clip. And what they came up with is actually, this is the first one, uh, the first model was shaped like a shield. If you remember, laptops used to have a big bump on the back, so it's got this bump on the back, and this would just kind of clip on. Very, uh, very uh, inexpensive to manufacture. So these guys designed it, they even put, uh, if you can see it says iBlock on the back. Yeah. And, um, you know, and... Uh, and I was sitting around my kitchen, and this was about three weeks later. So this whole thing happened very, very fast. And the guy fixing my kitchen said, hey, you should go on Shark Tank. I said, what's Shark Tank? He says, oh, it's this thing with, like, Mark Cuban. And I said, oh, I think I think I met a guy who worked on Shark Tank. And I, I had it with my cousin's boyfriend. I emailed him. I said, so I got this idea. It's for, you know, being watched. What do you think? Should I apply? And he said, ah, don't apply. I'll just forge you. You didn't work anymore. but I'll just forward your stuff to the producer. I said, "Well, I don't even have a product yet. At this point, I didn't even have a product a week later, I had the drawings from these MIT kids. I sent them the drawings, sent them the pitch. Um, the guy wrote back, said, I love it. You know, they must have been looking for something about spying at the time. And, but I had a problem. I didn't actually have the product. I just had the drawings. And the DC, I was living in Washington, D.C. The D.C. Public Library had a 3D printer. And so I went there on my lunch break, said, could you 3D print this CAD for me? I think I'm going to be on Shark Tank. And the guy said, you're crazy. I said, please. Said, we had a three-week wait. I said, please, look how little it is. You printed it for me. I took a video, submitted this video, and uh, six weeks later, I was filming Shark Tank. So, so how I did that go?
0: Excited.
1: I got crushed, absolutely <laughs> crushed. Um, so by the time I, I started, you know, one of the things that's amazing right now is that there's so many inexpensive ways to launch, right? I set up a Shopify site, um, Amazon lets anybody set up a site. I set up a site, and I was I was literally 3D printing these, mailing them to Amazon FBA and selling one or two a day, and I was very proud of myself because this is all happened, and in less than two months if you watch the episode one of the big laugh lines and I'm sure as you and your viewers know you know you're in there for about 45 minutes and they edit it down to five or six minutes but one of the big laugh lines was well how many of you sold and I'm like 50 and I mean, Damon's like 50,000 and I'm like no 50 and he's like a fast growing company I'm like I am a fast-growing company." Um, so, you know, Shark Tank is Shark about entertainment and having that friend who used to work on the show. He really coached me to that and said, look, this is not like a normal, you know, I went to Wharton business school. I, I pitched venture capitalists out here in Silicon Valley. Uh, this is not like that. You know, it, this is entertainment. And just knowing that going into that pitch, um, it was still very challenging professionally, uh, really hard. They actually have a psychologist that comes into your uh, booth afterwards mm-hmm. into your trailer and says, Hey, like, you know, are you okay? Um, yeah, I've and, heard about that. You know, you know and, and she actually said something that I think about a lot, which really helped me, which was like, look, you're going to run through this the last hour, and you had a 100 times, a 1,000 times. Um, but really, is there anything you could have done differently that would have changed the outcome? And the reality was I had this crappy little webcam cover. No, they, they weren't going to invest in this thing. You know, it wasn't even a company. Um, Mr. Wonderful called it crap on a stick. Crap, um, but, really?
0: Did that get aired,
1: that part? Yeah, that part got aired. So this oh, this is crap on a stick yeah they made them look a lot meaner i mean he was mean and if i i would you know from, from what i've heard outside of shark tank as well i don't think i'd ever want to do business with that guy but um everyone else was actually very nice you know um uh, robert said this is a real problem at the time this america had been spied on um uh the feedback i got from Lori was hey this thing's a dollar item and i need to you know to be on on qvc you gotta have a fifty dollar item or a thirty dollar item you can't need money for marketing and so this thing okay, is okay so you so you got yeah. off the show got Maybe the show you're
0: kind of like oh damn what happened there and it what did you do yeah. next
1: yeah so it aired i sold eighty thousand dollars worth of these things um in 2014 and uh, this man, version was not, this this, this one eighty thousand dollars in like a couple couple days or whatever and i had a decision to make do i pursue my webcam empire or do i go kind of pursue my other professional oh. and and I decided to, to not pursue webcams at the time. This was 2014. I moved out to California with my wife and joined a startup called Shift.com, which is a used car startup. And I won't go into depth, but it was the right decision. We raised $100 million. It's been an amazing experience. Um, and I kind of put the webcam thing off to the side. But uh, I had to start to have a family. I took a job at Airbnb. In the, and I noticed that Airbnb was giving away webcam covers. I'm like, what happened? In the seven, you know, five years since I was on Shark Tank, this became an industry. Um, and I had an opportunity to purchase, um, a company, uh, from, um, you yeah, uh, to purchase a competitor of, who made a product that I really loved and him and I had met before. He also, this was kind of his side hustle and he had invented this product called the spy shutter that, uh, uses the magnets inside. Um, and Andrew, just pause one second. I just, I'm getting, you, I wanted to yeah, say, that,
0: Hey, that's, that's modern, technology for yeah you. i i uh i had um
1: the messaging muted but not the whatsapp so no what's worries. so you got
0: this you got this new version now you you bought somebody else's invention basically that's also a webcam can you can we see that
1: yes yeah, so let me show that to you and um actually that's when i called you andrew and actually that literally i called you
0: um, mm-hmm. you and i spoke
1: and um you know, I said, "Hey, I, I bought this product that I think is a really terrific product. It's it's very thin. Um, it has a it has a utility patent. Um, I'm not sure I want to be in the webcam bi- business." No, um, Why and, Why did you call yeah.
0: right? You had this product. You were selling it yourself. Were you did Were you intrigued by the licensing business model? Why did you call me?
1: Yeah, exactly. So I,
0: exactly. I had
1: I you know purchased this. Um, this company, but I hadn't started doing anything with it yet. The year before, he had sold maybe about fifty thousand dollars worth of these things, so it was a product. He, was, he had a manufacturer lined up, um, but I didn't think I wanted to be in the webcam business. And I, I came across some of the articles. I reached out to you and I said, Andrew, can you help me?
0: You know, I said, Andrew,
1: I think I'm a smart guy. I know how to negotiate. Is it really worth it? And you kind of, you know, you you weren't pushy. We we had a couple of great conversations, and I decided to invest in the coaching program. Um, and worked with Terry and some of your other. Terry is my main now. Why did you like
0: licensing? You want to keep your day job? Is
1: that I thought I wanted to keep my day job, or I just love the idea of not having to build this business because it's 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 a slog to build a business. And um, I did think that there was he already had a utility patent. Um, I really thought there was value in this thing, and so uh, I signed up and I started to follow your program. It was interesting, those early conversations I said, you know, I'm selling. $5,000 $5,000 a month retail. I'm getting these interesting orders with people's logos. This, this is an example of one with Capital One. And um, Terry and, and the team said, "Well, maybe you don't. Maybe you shouldn't license yet. You know, you should look at both both paths. And since, since this is a simple product to manufacture, um, but using your system, I, I reached out to the biggest accessory manufacturers, including Kensington, um, Belkin, and others. Um, and I actually got a meeting with with Kensington. And I showed up, and it was in the old packaging, and um, I said, hey, I'd love to license this to you. I have another product I think that's really good called the NanoBlock that I'd like to license to you, which is another webcam cover. Um, And they took the meeting, and they decided not to move forward. Um, And that was in, um, you know, about 18, uh, 24 months ago. And so I had to go at it on my own. Um, I actually brought a friend in named Jonathan who had a bunch of uh, experience. And last year, we ended up selling about a quarter billion dollars worth of these things uh, between um, online retail, uh, the promotional products industry and um, direct to uh, CDW, one of the largest distributors of, um, you know, to computer products. And, but I didn't kind of forget about this idea of licensing it because I still working with CDW was really hard. They had one client that wanted it, um, which was great. But if I want to sell to another client, it was, there was no channel. And so um, I first licensed it to a large promotional um, products company so that they could take the promotional products piece of the business. Um, and we got that license done about 12 months ago. And we're doing things like this. This is our nano block where it's customized, uh, we do custom shapes. Um, so that part of the business is now outsourced because I didn't want to have to build up a sales team. And uh, something wild happened, which is I had a client. Um, uh, say, hey, please come meet me in my office. And it was in that same building that Kensington was in. There's only it's like this nondescript office park in San Mateo. And I'm a big believer in it that things are meant to be. So I start emailing my contact and say, hey, uh, I'm in your building. We met a year ago. I think you really should meet with me again. And she ignored me and you know ignored me. This I went
0: the a little said I, no a year
1: ago. The one so little said no, I said, no, no we're we not here, bit of and little bit of a little said, hey, a little bit And, but I was going back to this client every week and eventually she said, okay, CJ, come meet with me. And I showed her what we had done. I said, look, you know, the product's better. The packaging's better. And by the way, CDW uh, is buying from us for one of their clients. They told me that if you put your SKU on it, they could be listed for all their clients tomorrow. And that's really what finally kind of got their attention. She took it to her sales team. They agreed in January and then, um, we basically, through COVID, got this thing launched, and here's the end result. I'm pretty proud of it because it says Kensington and I block right here. Yeah, um, you know, Kensington's a division of ACO, which is a you know giant company. Um, it's in all these different languages, so they um, can distribute it globally. Um, and it's it's kind of a hybrid deal. It's not quite a licensing deal because they're still asking us to manage the manufacturing, but they gave us input on how to how to improve our manufacturing. We had to, um, you know, obviously, meet some different things. And in some ways, it's better because now, um, at least in this situation, since I already had the manufacturing set up, they're buying you know, uh, thousands of units at a time, minimum you know, order quantities. Then they're going to sell them and then buy some more, hopefully. So, so you, so you it, did a licensing like,
0: deal with the promotional products industry and did a hybrid deal with, with Kensington. And exactly. now you've got a new version that's on your computer right now. That, yeah, it's, it's um, it, yeah. Why does it have two holes instead of one? Uh, so when we worked with Kensington, oh, yeah. one
1: of there the things go. we wanted to do was take all the feedback we got in over the previous years, and so we added a second hole um, on on the MacBooks. So this stays in place from the magnets in the top of a laptop, and 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 the, and the top of a MacBook in particular. So it's just a very thin piece of metal. So some of the improvements we made is we added the second hole, which allows for the ambient light sensor, and then we added some um, kind of uh, this tape, so it slides easier. It's probably hard to see on the camera, but yeah,
0: I can see it.
1: And, you know, that was uh a direct result of the conversations we had with Kensington. They added their logo. Um, and we had this interesting deal with them where they're distributing it to CDW, but we actually are still selling a version of this just without their logo um, on our on Amazon, on our website. Um, so we still have the right to sell through other channels if we want. Um, you know, they were, we were most interested in working with them on CDW.
0: So... So that this isn't magnetic at all. It's using the magnet in the, in the laptop, and this is just a piece of metal. Exactly.
1: And the, the utility pad actually is about using the magnets in the laptop to cover webcams. So, yeah, very unique. Um, it's pretty unique. Uh, it's not just design, but it's actually a utility.
0: It was kind of natural to start off with a chip clip, and there's a lot of webcam covers out there now. There's a ton, yeah. but this is pretty unique in the marketplace. You did something different.
1: Yeah, no, you know, we love the product. And our other product, which is called the Block. actually Kensington also licensed. I'll just grab one here. But so that that actually is more universal, can fit on everything. Um, we do them in like smiley faces. And um, and this is just a little sticker. But what's unique about this is it doesn't leave any adhesive residue. It uses these little micro suction cups um, to stay in place. And uh, yeah, we're selling those as well through Kensington. And, and we don't have a patent for that, that one. So nice. uh it's interesting that they were – but, you know, we had the supply chain and we had the, the market, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. And yeah. now in another yeah. area, you licensed uh, another product?
1: Yeah, so while I was working with Terry, I was doing some – Terry is your coach,
0: right? We should give him coach. some credit. I know you did the work, but he guided you.
1: No, for sure. Terry <laughs> and some of your other uh, folks jumped on with me and – um yeah, so we, uh, I was doing some consulting work for a friend who has a software company that sells products to libraries, um, and uh, they teach kids how to code, and it's this really amazing software, uh, and just mission, which is, you know, uh, he thinks of literacy as, as coding as a new literacy, um, a company called Prenda, and uh, he had, not, he, he was banging his head against the wall trying to sell into libraries, I mean, a lot of this is about channel, right, so, we wanted to work with Kensington because they had a channel to CDW. He was looking for who could his partner be to be a channel to the library systems. And so we did the same thing we did, you know, uh, that, that you recommend we, we mapped out who are the five or six biggest players that are selling to every library system in the world, or At least in the U S um, we called all five of them. We actually got an offer from one of them um, that we looked at and negotiated with Terry and decided to turn down. Um, just didn't, this didn't feel right. There was a bunch of things that just weren't working with it. No, um, good for you.
0: Pardon? Good for you. Yeah.
1: So that was hard, but it was just. Um, and then we got an opportunity to work with EBSCO, which is uh, another conglomerate, but one of the largest sellers of, of software and databases to libraries. And um, we had to kind of, it took two years and step through it. First, it was a marketing agreement where they would market our software. Um, through their email list, but but the goal was always to get a kind of licensing slash reseller agreement with them, and I'm happy to say that we, uh, we we've achieved that now. And um, uh, so it was fun to get to kind of apply these skills in other ways.
0: Cool, cool. You working on any more yet? Or are you just busy with the ones you're doing now? Or are you working on licensing anymore?
1: Yeah. So you know, part of our I think part of our dream is now that we have this relationship with Kenzie, can we bring them other products? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one product that we've been selling is something called we call it data block, which is um, was really hot before COVID hit. It's it's it plugs in your your This one plugs in your computer, but normally they plug into your um, if you're traveling and you and you want to charge your phone, say, like a USB port or a, a Starbucks or a hotel um, or even like an Uber and your phone sinks or people can steal your data. Um, so this was a really hot product. We sold a ton of them on Amazon in in, in February and then. Uh, COVID hit and no one's traveling. Uh-huh. Um, but I would love to work with Kensington. They don't have this product and they like it. Um, and, you know, we've taken some unique twists on. on what what problem is
0: it solving? Is the the problem of your phone syncing with your computer?
1: So so the problem is um, when you travel. Um, so a couple like one way that makes it easy for me to think about is like, imagine if you get into a rental car and you plug in to, to charge your, your phone and you're Contact start syncing with the rental car right, right? right, right. so that, like, that's like a use case my wife likes it because she doesn't like her photos syncing with her computer at the office um but the original inventors of it or the original people that really popularized this technology thought of it as like people are going to try to steal my information so they and this is um you know one of the reasons we sold a bunch is actually the sheriff in la said this is a real problem that you could be charging in a public port and someone could be stealing your information from oh, your phone. Oh, wow. Okay, and so what it
0: does is, it, we hadn't talked about this product prior, so yeah. thank you for sharing it. It yeah. turns uh, a USB slot that could transport data into just a charging port, is that what it does? That's exactly correct. Okay, that's yeah. cool, man. It's a
1: good transmission, yeah, and we worked with a bunch of different suppliers and then to try to figure out what the right way to do this is. And um, kind of the same process. I bought it. There were some products in the market that weren't marketed very well. I bought a bunch of them. I cut them open, looked at how they're wired up, and um, you know we've started to build a skill set around working with 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 suppliers. Um, but I, I still think that that some of those skills around um, you don't need the physical product to get those that first step. Um, that that you guys teach, I, I still totally believe in. And yeah, um, we have some great 3D rendering guys now that we're using it. We just posted this video that was totally 3D rendered. Um, so there's a lot of stuff you can do uh up front. I think, you know, in these experiences, Kensington wanted to see a little bit of market penetration. That helped for sure. Um, uh, but but I still think uh you know ultimately we got to this great opportunity.
0: It's so weird that you had a meeting in the same building, realized that and, and <laughs> yeah well i'm I'm so glad that you found us, and so I'm so glad that we found you you're a pleasure to talk to. You. you're a smart guy um but i I don't think everybody needs to be as smart as you to license. I'll just say that ah, you're yeah. smart, but I don't think you need to be i i when it gets down to the basics is it that hard is i it, think
1: i think I really referenced referenced your book and your system a lot. I think it's about um understanding the story, and there's plenty of people that are much better storytellers than me. Um, and then it's, you know, doing the hard work of trying to get in front of people. I think LinkedIn's an unbelievable tool. I mean, to get on LinkedIn and be able to see who the product manager is at these five or six target companies and be able to do that within a few hours is pretty amazing. That's how I got in touch with these people, just through LinkedIn.
0: Yeah, and people don't think they can reach out like, oh, I'm not important enough. They don't know who I am. What would you say to that?
1: Yeah, I'd say, you know that person's job is to bring innovation to that company and yeah. to bring products to that company. And so, um, they're happy now of the, you know, 15 people I reached out to, everyone get back to me? No, definitely not. And, um, but, but I think just being persistent and, and, you know, timing and being lucky, you know, there's a lot there, but I think, um, there's so many tools out there that can make, I mean, I run this, you know, we run this out of our garage and we did this huge deal. So, yeah. I think uh, you can, you can, if you have the right ideas and the technology out there, uh, you can really act just as, like a big guy.
0: Cool. Cool, man. CJ, thank you so much for, for sharing your experience. And um, let's have you back after you license a few more, okay?
1: I can't wait. I'm just dreaming about living in Tahoe with, uh, you know. <laughs> You're going
0: to move up there by Steven?
1: Yeah, so that's, that's my only, that's all I want in life.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. Where do you live uh, now? I, for, I forget. Uh, okay, Oakland, California It's beautiful here, and I grew Oakland, up in. Oakland. Okay. And, uh, I grew up in San Francisco Bay Area. I moved about 13 years ago, but. Okay.
1: Yeah. So yeah. No. It's um. It's a great community, and I really do believe that, um, you know, between the food resources that you guys have out there in the books, and then the coaching, totally helped me on my specific issues. It was all worth it. So thanks for uh. Thanks for not giving me the hard sell, because I don't know if I would have gone for it when we talked on that first time.
0: Yeah, that's that's not the way we are. Thank yeah. you for saying that. I appreciate that. Because we're like, oh, I don't want to call them. They're just going to try to hurt something. We don't we don't do that.
1: No, you gave me you basically gave me two free consulting uh, conversations before we started working together. Oh, don't so say could, that. Everybody's
0: going to call me. <laughs> just kidding. <man. laughs> All right. CJ. Thank you so much. I want to remind everybody: take care, keep inventing, and we'll catch up the you next time. See ya. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.